Now is the time to accelerate innovation. T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure, reliable 5G connectivity. Because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace. See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at T-Mobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Could these study results apply to your life? If you or a loved one are living with HER2-positive metastatic breast cancer, take a look at the data for a clinical study where 50% of eligible people with HER2-positive MBC lived over two years without their tumors growing or spreading. Visit HER2Results.com to learn more. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. McCaffrey, he is wearing the 49ers jersey now. How does this affect the landscape of their division or the NFC as a whole? Yeah, I think that, that there's, a, there's a chess piece now in McCaffrey that goes along with Debo Samuel that makes them maybe the most dynamic skill position duo in the league because they're positionless. What I mean by that is Christian McCaffrey's the best receiving running back in the sport, so you could put him out wide. Debo Samuel is the best running wide receiver. You could put him in the backfield. You can mix and match. It's hard to defend. What I find fascinating is that the Niners looked at their season at 3-3 three and three and still said, you know what, we're going all in. This is the last year of Jimmy G's contract. We don't know how that plays out after this thing. They could have just sat on this season and said, let's ride it out and we'll figure it out. We'll get some players back from injury. Instead, they said, let's give up a second, a third, a fourth, and a next year's fifth and go out and try to get a piece that puts us over the top. I think a lot of this had to do with the Rams. Rams also wanted Christian McCaffrey. Mm. Christian McCaffrey was excellent last year. Art of war, don't let my enemy get him. 100%. Sun Tzu, baby. I like it, I think this was a lot of that. Like, hey, if the Rams are in this, we're in this. Rams saw McCaffrey up close last week, and he was really good in that first half. Rams are riddled with injury on the bye week right now. They don't get the piece. They usually get their guy. Like, Odell, we want him. Dante Fowler, we want him. Jalen Ramsey, we want him. Von Miller, we want him. We get our guy. Mm Mm-hmm. The Rams didn't get him. The Niners got him. And I think a little of this is tit for tat. Two teams that are very, very heated rivals. And the Niners finally get one over on the Rams as far as it comes to acquiring a player. And uh, McCaffrey in that zone running scheme behind Juszczyk, Kittle, and that big offensive line with Debo as another option, they got a lot better last night at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Mm. Yeah, for Kyle Shanahan, he's just sitting back in his office today and just like you kind of alluded to earlier when you talked about a general and you have all your pieces at war, he's just sitting in that room and he's looking at all the weapons he now has to be able to move and to be able to play with. And a lot of I think the questions that are going to come up is Christian McCaffrey's health. I think when you look at this 49er, offense compared to what he was going through his five and a half years in Carolina. There'll be a lot of times we've been watching and it's just like McCaffrey's the guy. He's the main weapon on the team there. He's the one everybody's focusing on. The workload, a thousand yards rushing, a thousand yards receiving. Like we need him to do it all for us. 
He's now in San Francisco. We don't need you to touch the ball 30 times a game. We have guys. Like Peter just said, we have Debo Samuel on the outside. We can still put him in the backfield at times. We can do so much with him. We have Brandon Ayuk, who we can throw a screen to, and he can take it and go to the house. We have George Kittle. We have Juice. There's so many weapons. There's so many ways that Kyle Shanahan can deplore them to be able to get the most he can out of this offense. I'm excited. I think this move puts them atop the division because it's wide open right now. The Rams don't look good. Seahawks have surprised everyone. But I think this move, the 49ers already were in contention for I think this move kind of gets them over the top to win the division. Does that mean a Super Bowl appearance? I'm not quite sure. They've had a ton of production yeah, from that running back position over the years when they were in the Super Bowl a few years ago. You're right. I, I think it all falls on Shanahan. Like, we got to see jazz now. Just this, <laughs> this instrument, that instrument. Debo, like, all we say constantly about him is he's everything from a guru to a genius offensively. Like, let's go now. Like, you have incredible toys that almost like it feels like you were put on this planet to coach. <laughs> Go in the West and go do some other things because there's a whole other side of this. Like, I, I've gotten a bunch of tweets from, from Bills fans this morning, and Peter, you mentioned the Bills as potentially being involved. Early on, they were. Early on, yeah, sure. Sniffing around, that type of thing. And the Bills fans are saying, glad we didn't spend all of it, don't need it, not in a big enough upgrade. Glad we didn't get it. Not disappointed, but glad. And who knows, if McCaffrey was in the Bills, they'd be throwing a parade right now. But um, <laughs> I, I'm very intrigued by where this goes. Oft injured player, very capable, but uh, pretty high, high price. And very expensive. You mentioned it, the idea. Yeah, that like, who cares what the Rams spent on Vaughn last year? Well, they won the Super Bowl. Are the Niners winning the Super Bowl this year? Is this going to set them back for a few years? I don't know. I like the aggressiveness of it. It just has to be, he can't just be fine. Mm -hmm. Like, if he's pretty decent, has a few nice games, and oh man, they finished nine and seven, didn't make the playoffs, you, you gotta go for the moon on this thing. And I hope he's great. I'm also just slightly intrigued because I'm a football nerd. Like, what jersey number is he gonna wear? Jeff Wilson's 22. Is he gonna pay for that? Is he gonna take his job? He, his should, wear, he should wear 87, like his dad. Oh. <laughs> 87 is a running back. Because, Peter, I, I thought, like, you're thinking, you should go five, like at Stanford. Yeah. Five's Trey Lance. Right. So I don't think he's taking that. So I, I love that stuff, and I hope it works. I don't know what number he's gonna be, though, Jamie. I love that question. I think 87 will look really cool. Oh, can they, are they allowed to? Running backs allowed to wear 87? I think anybody's allowed to wear anything. I think anything. it's, yeah, I I think it's like not. an open. I do not want to see a quarterback oh. could be 73 these days. <laughs> like, whatever funny. you want. I'm going to go, I'm going to take a page from your musical cue. Early 80s Ario Speedwagon album, High Infidelity, the sure. single that came off of it was Take It on the Run, which is, that's what the 49ers are going to do now with Christian McCaffrey. I mean, this is the run Amazing game that they have committed <laughs> to. There's a big inside joke at the table, Jamie, which go right through it, but what you just did was a perfect beat in that inside joke. Take it on the run with Christian McCaffrey now. Uh, that's exactly what they've committed to. This is, this, and the, the pettiness, second time I've been able to say petty in the show, which I also love, between the 49ers and the Rams, this is becoming the great war between these two teams in California. Yeah. I, I just love it. There's, you know, insiders, we're texting people on the show about, is this trade going down? We want the guy. No, we want the guy. Mm -hmm. Listen, the 49ers went all in. And what I appreciate about this move the most is not only commitment to this team, but the fact that Jimmy Garoppolo is the quarterback. Because let's remind ourselves that this move implies that the 49ers want to make it to a Super Bowl this year. And sure. if they do, and Jimmy Garoppolo plays half of those snaps, he's making a million dollars. I mean, the 49ers, that's part of that incentive in the restructuring that Jimmy Garoppolo did when he came back to the 49ers as initially the backup this season. Guys, what do you think Jimmy Garoppolo is feeling today to see a move Excitement. like this? Excited, yeah, for sure. I mean, this offense can get back on track. And I think, like you just said, for Jimmy, if they get rolling and they go back to the Super Bowl or they make a huge run in the playoffs, he'll be a free agent. Like, this is an yeah. awesome opportunity to cash in. Yes, he'll make a million dollars in all of those different things on this contract, but he'll be a free agent with an opportunity uh -huh, to go to a uh -huh. team to be a starter.
The Rams have been just absolutely vexed by the Niners over the last few years, aside from the playoff game. But, you know, they already lost the Niners this year. They just saw McCaffrey run all over them last week. They get the Niners coming out of the bye again. Mm. Rams-Niners in two weeks. I can't wait. One more note. I said 87 for Ed McCaffrey. That's the late, great Dwight Clark's number, as was told to me by Will Selva. Ed McCaffrey was a 49er in the 94 season. We're 81. T.O.'s 81. Mm-hmm. I don't know what number we're going to get. For- well, McCaffrey 87 on the Broncos. Yeah, right. But, but the Niners were 81. Mm. Okay, mm. interesting. It's tricky. Yeah. There's so there's so many connections that I feel like it has to be something like that. It can't just be something random. <laughs> like, yeah. Someone DM McCaff- right. Christian McCaffrey and ask him what number. What number? Sometimes with these jerseys, there's bad blood that develops. You know what I mean? I don't think I Jeff Wilson's that. given up his number. You know how much money Chris McCaffrey makes? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Wilson doesn't make that much money. We'll see. It's time for Will Selva, mm-hmm. who's on the West Coast, who must have a pulse for what that trade has done to the league, but yeah. also what else is happening around the NFL? Yeah, it's a huge thing for the league. I also think that the storyline of the McCaffreys and Shanahan's is going to be told time and time again. And consider this, the last mm-hmm. time that Ed McCaffrey wore a 49ers jersey was for that Super Bowl win in 1994 over the Chargers. They wore the throwback uniforms. You know what the 49ers will be wearing against the Chiefs? <gasps> throwback uniforms, everybody. Will. Just dropping well done. a little Shout out William Floyd. There. Shout him out. Bar none. Yes. Bar none, baby. Bar none. <laughs> now, that has unified our family. The Patriots quarterback situation, though, causing some tension in the McCourty family. Devin calling out our guy J-Mac after their charity bowling event. J-Mac, I hope that you guys have smoothed things out. As for Devin's quarterback, Mac Jones, who Devin said Jason only talked to for about 15 seconds. He was a limited participant in practice Thursday as he recovers from a high ankle sprain. Jones did take snaps with the first-team offense, so it looks like he could be trending in the right direction to play Monday night against the Bears. I'm right there with you, J-Mac. Panthers quarterback Baker Mayfield, a limited participant in practice Thursday, less than two weeks after suffering an ankle injury against the Niners in Week 5. Sam Darnold also returning to practice on Wednesday, but Steve Wilkes and announcing earlier this week that P.J. Walker would start against the Bucks. Another player limited at practice on Thursday, Giants running back Saquon Barkley. It was his second straight day with that practice designation. Now, Barkley, who's second in the NFL in rushing yards this season, is dealing with a shoulder injury. And speaking of Barkley, he was in a tweet exchange with former teammate and current free agent Odell Beckham Jr. At one point, Barkley tweeting, ain't nothing better than a family reunion, to which OBJ responded by heaping praise on Saquon before ending it with, see you soon. Now, earlier, Kyle had played that clip of Travis Kelsey talking to his brother and about the restructuring of his compact or a contract, rather, and whether OBJ could potentially go there. So those OBJ rumors are heating up. You know what else I'd like to see heat up? I'd like to see J-Mac and Jamie heat up in GMFB Jam. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Let's get Me these too. teams going. We'd all love to see that. Yeah. Yes. But I, I think uh, Odell's more likely to play for the Chicago Cubs this <laughs> season than that. But guys, I see the worm boom shakalaka in the prompter. That means it's GMFB Jam. Each week we pick a running back wide receiver duo that we think will have the best fantasy week and then we face off in head-to-head matchups across the table to see which duo comes out on top. Why don't we take a little look? A little peek 
at who won week six. We'll start with my matchup against Peter Schrager. Mm. Peter Schrager, what did we do? Oh, no, no, did yeah. I win again? I was a runaway. Peter, you had the Falcons, Peter, guys? I the rookies. <laughs> Tyler Algier, and you apparently had the greatest team in the world. Wow, you blew me out. I had Diggs, who just lit it up, and then Singletary, who actually was worked a lot in that yeah. game. So I, I destroyed Peter. But let's, uh, the matchups between Jason and Jamie. Let's go down to the junior varsity portion of the program. Yeah. Jamie, did you get the win? Jay, you almost ran away with it with Leonard Fournette. Mike Evans, not the right call, but the double-digit addition between Dalvin and Justin Jefferson is the way to go for the Vikings. Vikings last weekend. Sorry, Jay. Yeah, I thought I had something, but there's always this today and there's always next week. Well, Stay positive. Okay, here's where we stand. I have not lost this game. I, I'm, I guys, I promise I'm not even trying that hard. Great. I kind of ha- randomly choose a team. Here's at 500. Jamie climbing up to 500, and then Jason McCourty cannot win. <laughs> And he actually, here's what's interesting. He has significantly more points than Jamie, but that doesn't matter. It's all about them dubs. So now, pivotal week, pivotal, because Ofer, undefeated, 500, 500. This is kind of dramatic. All right, Peter, guess what? You're going against Jamie Erdahl, the battle of the three and threes. And then the real show, this is this is incredible. Jason McCordy and I This is my championship. We'll go after it. You're 0-6. You could just you could flip the, the whole table by beating me. But let's get into first Peter versus Jamie. Peter, pick a running back wide receiver combo on the same team. Any team. I'd like to go one wrinkle further. Okay. Name an arcade. You played arcade games at when you were a kid. I am going with the Jenkinson's Pavilion in Point Pleasant, New Jersey, on the boardwalk. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to Seattle with Kenneth Walker and D. K. Metcalf. I'm going with a rookie who had 97 right. yards last year on the ground, uh, last week on the ground in his first career start. He's the number one guy. Seattle, Walker, Metcalf. That's my duo. Okay. I'm gonna stick with uh, I think the only place I ever played video games growing up, which is a Fuddruckers. Yes. Um, I love the building. Greatest your own world's greatest hamburger. World's greatest I hamburger. It. It's a dying breed. It really makes me sad. Um, there is one still though in Hershey, Pennsylvania that I went to this summer, which is mm, fantastic. Jamie, we, let's, we could talk fuds in the commercial. I'm a I fuds guy. Love fuds. Love fuds. <laughs> I love fuds. Oh, paparazzi when you were there, Jamie. In Hershey, Pennsylvania, no. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Dallas Cowboys. I think the return of Dak Prescott is gonna have this team and uh, fuego again if you will. Ezekiel Elliott uh, has been fantastic, that backfield in general, but I'd love it if they leaned on Ezekiel Elliott a little bit more just for GMFB jam purposes. Plus, I will bang this drum until the weekend is done. The fact that CeeDee Lamb and Dak Prescott need to get a little magic sauce going. Come on, guys, especially, again, in the name of GMFB jam. This is why the segment's interesting, because you may be hurt by a big day by Tony Pollard. Right. You may be hurt by one by Tyler Lockett. Like, this is the, you can only pick one of each position. But we got Peter Seahawks against Jamie's Cowboys. You ready? Yes. Are you ready? I am ready. Jason, take any team other than the Seahawks, Cowboys. Who do you want running back wide receiver? I changed my strategy this week. Like, usually I'm going last week. It was like, all right, Pittsburgh has been struggling. I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Last night I said to my son, Kanan, come here. GMFB Jam, I have to pick a receiver and a, and a running back. You tell me who I need on my team. Loves Tyreek Hill. He goes Tyreek Hill. I'm like, cool, I'll go Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. He goes, no, 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 no. I want Derrick Henry as my running back. <laughs> but, but, uh, it doesn't work like that. Like, you can't just look around the league and pick and choose. So I'm going with Tyreek Hill and Raheem Mostert. 
I have no reasoning. For Pittsburgh next to you last week. You're doing it right again. It yeah. has nothing to do with Pittsburgh. <laughs> Caden McCourty said go with Tyreek Hill, so that's what I'm going with. Hopefully the kid knows football and he leads me to the promise. This is my Super Bowl. I have to be calm. Is this like a blame it on your kid mentality, just in case? Okay, I need an arcade checking. though. Give me an arcade. Oh, yeah. oh, I'm sorry. Dave and Buster's yeah. Palisades Mall opens up. I go there. That's why I'm struggling. I'm more of a, a reality, not a fantasy guy. Mm. I'd grab oh. the ball and I'd go shoot I'll on the hoops myself, right. knocking it down. You guys are better in reality. I hear that. <laughs> About five minutes from the Chicago Bears facility in Vernon Hills, Illinois, was Aladdin's Castle. It was in the Hawthorne Mall. It was across the mall from the Annie Ann's, the Sam Goody. It was awesome. A lot of Sam money Goody. spent. At the, at Sam Goody 2. It's where I bought my first cassette tape. It was Please Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. But here we go. <laughs> guys, coming off the bye. Jason, I I'm going to absolutely kill you this week. I'm going to beat you by 80 points. I'm going to go with the Raiders. Rested, fresh. Last time we saw Devontae Adams, it was not good. He was leaving Arrowhead Stadium and shoving a dude. That's basically what I'm going to do to Jason in this segment. Sorry. Raiders, and I'm going to go Devontae and Josh Jacobs. Fresh legs. Guys, their offense has been really good this year. They're like a top eight offense, I think. They just can't really stop anybody. Um, Devontae, Jacobs, by They're playing the Texans. They're going to be home. They're going to be in Las Vegas. Vegas, and uh, I did not have my son pick the team. I actually just picked it myself. Oh man! <laughs> and I, if I if I beat Jason, I'll be seven and zero. Oh. Like this, this is what that Survivor segment was supposed to be. Yeah. Just someone yes. winning week after week. Yes. I who didn't. Won, who, I, I, won, who won Survivor? Oh. Jason McCourty no, in one, one week. week. That's yeah. it. Uh, that's, so that's the it. ultimate mic drop. <laughs> How about the Jets? Let's keep the fun going, huh? Nate Burleson, speaking of fun, joins us with his take. And since he always listens to the Bump For His segment, Nate, I'm going to give you a big old kiss on the lips. Get in here. <laughs> Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom? This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. What does it take to run a small business? Heart? smarts and the nerve to risk it all in the face of adversity listen to the unshakables the new podcast now available from chase for business and iheart it features real stories from real small business owners who take you through the turmoil triumphs and quick turns that help their businesses break through learn more at chase.com business slash podcast chase make more of what's yours Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm C.J. Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> This next guest just asked us how we're all doing at the table. And we said, it's Friday. It's yeah, great. Right. And that means Nate Burleson is with us. Let's welcome back one of our favorite triple threats. What up, Nate? This morning's co-host, NFL Today guy, NFL Network friend. What up, Nate Burleson? What's up? How y'all doing? Good to see you on this beautiful Friday. You great too, to see man. you and your gray vest and your three-piece situation happening. That means you're a professional, <laughs> and we're going to ask your professional opinion on what happened okay. last night. The news that shook the NFL. Christian McCaffrey traded to the 49ers in exchange for a plethora of future draft picks. How does this change mm-hmm. things for the 49ers and inside the NFC? It's all about winning right now. It changes things tremendously. I mean, if you're on that squad, I'll just take you inside the locker room. As a player, I hear that we're getting one of the best running backs of his era, and he's having a good season, and more importantly, he's healthy. You're thinking to yourself, okay, we have a legitimate shot. This isn't one of those things where we're we're trying to figure out the season and then maybe building for some momentum into next year. No, no, no. We're trying to win right now. And if you look at the NFC West over the last few years, these moves have been made. We remember DeAndre Hopkins, right, going to the Arizona Cardinals. We're like, okay, all right, doing big things. We know what happened this past season with Russell Wilson being traded out um, and them and the Seahawks building for the future. And what about the Rams? The Rams were trying to empty the bag when it came to acquiring individuals, starting with Jalen Ramsey and then bringing player after player after player And then it worked. They ended up winning a Super Bowl because they wanted to win right now and by any means necessary add to their roster. So I believe San Francisco was looking back saying, all right, you got Seattle, you got Arizona, you got the – everybody's making moves to win right now. It's our turn. And that's a big-time pickup. It is a big-time pickup, Nate. No doubt we've been talking about it all morning. The only thing we've been doing all morning is we're running the Thursday Night Football highlight, Cardinal Saints. I got to tell you, Jason McCourty has been amused all morning, I would say, by the exchange between Kyler and Cliff. Like, the ex-player and the experience is just coming out, and he has all these takes on what they're talking about and what's going on. Nate, what did you think? Because we are all kind of cracking up about it. I can't really explain why. What do you think? <laughs> I think the funniest thing to me was DeAndre Hopkins. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's sitting there smiling, kind of yep. in between. <laughs> he's like, hey, yo, yo, chill out, fam. Like, chill out. Take a little bit off of that. You're doing a little too much. But you know what? You know what? I was listening to everybody, and they had their takes afterwards. You know, there was something that was being repeated over and over. I love this. I love this passion from Kyler. I love the fact that he's getting after it. You know, the quiet kid is finally speaking up for himself I'm good with it either way as a player when I see people barking on the sideline I'm good with it I remember Charlie Baggett our receivers coach with the Vikings let me give you a little story time we're sitting there it's a big time game with the Vikings playing in Washington and Randy Moss had ran a route and I think there was a miscommunication so he didn't get all the way across the field he gets to the sideline he's already upset because he knew it was going to be a big play and he's just kind of shaking his head and I'm sitting there looking at Randy I'm not going to say anything to him it's Randy Moss and Charlie Bagger comes over. And they would always get into it with each other, but it was friendly though. And I knew that Charlie was going to try to bark at him a little bit. So Charlie comes over and he's like, "Hey, hey, Randy!" And Randy's like, "Hey, don't start this, CB. Hey, don't start this, man. Leave, leave me alone, CB." And, uh-huh. and he's like, "What?" 
no, 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 no. And then they went through an exchange of, you know, you, and then you, and then you. And then Randy Moss got up and was like, man, hey, CB, man, I'm, I'm trying to listen to this, man. Leave me alone. He walks off. Uh-huh. And then I'm sitting there like, oh, what's going on? What's going on? And then all of a sudden, CB was like, shoot, I ain't going to let him embarrass me on TV. And then he just dapped me up. And I was like, man, y'all are hilarious. <laughs> uh, but, but I love the fact that you have a couple of guys you know, standing up for themselves. As a coach, you're not going to let your quarterback bark at you crazy. And as a QB, sometimes you got to speak up for yourself. So I'm good with it. No doubt about it. A few weeks ago, we saw Quentin Williams getting into it with his coach on the sideline. Right. And you watch this Jets team. Right. Quentin Williams, he's balling. They're winning games. He actually was slime this week, the MVP of yeah. week six. Yeah. I saw that, getting it done. Teammates did it the right way, surprised him, walked up on him. He said that slime was cold, but he wore it. Well, the big smile, that's what we love from him. So, yeah. Nate, what did you think of that, him getting slimed? Of Man, I loved it, man. Listen, we all fell in love with Quinnen as soon as he got in the league. Big baby Huey with that smile. He had the braces when he came in. He just looks like the friendly giant. But when he gets on that field and puts his pads on, he is not a big baby. He is a big beast. But yeah, we had to give it to a defensive guy because he was all over the place. And that's another dude. Think about this. He came in with the big smile and the braces and real friendly. I guarantee we are just seeing the beginning of how dominant he is going to be. Can you imagine when he gets a little bit stronger, has a little bit more knowledge, has a little bit more experience in the league? And then we talk about this as grown people at the table often. You know, when you start getting mortgages and real life stresses and this whole thing that life is starts to wear on your shoulders, you play differently. So four years from now, Quinnen is going to be one of the best in the game, if not the best at his position. Those are different type of stressors. Nate, I want you to finish this statement for me. If the new... If uh-huh. New York beats the Broncos this Sunday, the Jets are... Okay, I, I want it at this moment for our producers to fly in something, but I have to admit, as I'm sending back this email, I thought I hit send and I probably erased it, oh. but I, I asked him for a picture of MC Hammer. Yeah, I asked okay. him for a picture okay, okay. of MC Hammer, and I woke up hoping that they got the note, but they Come didn't on. because I was going to say the Jets are too legit to quit, you know. Too legit. No, nah, I can't say that. Hey, 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 you know me, baby. Because, I love hey, it. Listen, because here's, here's what happened with the Jets. They went from, we got to pray just to make it <laughs> just to today. Today. To now being too legit to quit. This is a for real team. Uh-huh. This isn't all. Oh, you know what? The Jets are are scraping by with these victories, and you know what? They're decent on offense. I mean, listen, they're not playing perfect by any means, but they're winning games. They beat up on Green Bay. This wasn't. Oh man, what a win! Mm-hmm. I'm glad we escaped away with that one. If they go out to Denver and beat the Broncos, this team is legit. Let's just start talking about the playoffs and let's show them the respect they deserve. I love it. I, I mean, Sauce Gardner was wearing a cheese head through Lambeau and was just like, yeah. Are you not entertained? And I'm like, I Nate. I saw that you were in my beloved city where I went to college of Atlanta yesterday. My question is to yeah. you, when you think of those three letters in the early 2000s, the A-T-L, who is the first Ooh. person that comes to mind? See, early 2000s, I'll even take it back a little bit into the 90s. Before there was Blake Griffin, before there was Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon, before there was Vince Carter, there was somebody called the Human Highlight Film. His name was Dominique Wilkins. I'm talking about a man 
who was a ferocious jumper. Someone who was windmilling with two hands going, dunk for dunk with Michael Jordan with his tongue wagging in the air, dunking from the free throw lines. He was throwing it off the backboard, bringing it down with fury. I think of Dominique Wilkins, man, because 21 rocking that Hawks jersey was absolute entertainment back in the day. Let's go outside, everybody. Who's going to run away with the win in week seven? We got some predictions. Pickle picks with a grown man in a pickle costume talking Saquon Barkley. We're out on the streets of New York next. Don't go anywhere. Last segment of the week. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. What does it take to run a small business? Heart? smarts and the nerve to risk it all in the face of adversity listen to the unshakables the new podcast now available from chase for business and iheart it features real stories from real small business owners who take you through the turmoil triumphs and quick turns that help their businesses break through learn more at chase.com business podcast chase make more of what's yours Chase Mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Message and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Copyright 2024. J.P. Morgan Chase and Company. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm C.J. Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my day. day. for Sunday Spotlight presented by Oakley. We're going to put our shades on and talk about players or coaches, teams, fan bases, however you want to put it, and talk about who will be shining brightest or who you hope will be shining brightest in week seven. So, I get to go first. With your stun of shades on, one could be walking around Tampa Bay and saying, oh, it's Tampa Bay now because Tampa Bay now because that's how we felt about Tom Brady arriving in Tampa Bay years ago. I feel like that's not how we feel about Tampa Bay right now, and I'm really just not sure how Tom Brady is feeling right now because when we look at the state of the quarterback in Tampa Bay, 
Sometimes a cause for concern, and sometimes we feel really good about it. How do we go from this to this a little bit more regularly? Because this is happening three times this season. The Buccaneers are 3-3, three and three, and this has happened three times this season. This weekend, they played the Panthers. They are on the verge of sweeping the first half of their division, which would be a great way to take care of business if you're the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But this is an overarching cause for concern for this team. We had a question earlier this week about who's a little more wobbly. Is it the Packers or is it the Buccaneers? And I really couldn't pick my team because they both seem a little wobbly. So if they want to be less wobbly than that guy that plays up north, I think we need to focus more on this smiling face and how we can address people this way. And if the Buccaneers can figure this thing out, they're a really talented team. So, like, let's shine the spotlight on this face and get this guy out of the way. Let's go. Peter, you're up. Let's go. From one quarterback to another. Jamie, well done on Tom Brady. I might be going with one of the young guns, though. Bring up the Zach Wilson footage. Okay. The New York Jets are 4-2 and and Zach Wilson is going to Denver, which for most teams is a difficult place to play. High altitude, great fan base, loud building, but Denver is not in a good place right now as an organization. Can the Jets go from winning in Lambeau one week to winning in Mile High the next. Those are two legendary stadiums. And can Zach Wilson lead them? I look at Zach Wilson and I think, when was the last time the Jets beat the Broncos in Denver? Tell us. You've got to go back 12 years to 2010. The Jets beating the Broncos. And it was through the air and through the sky in Denver. That's that's Braylon Edwards right there making plays. That's LaDainian Tomlinson making plays. I think Zach Wilson and these guys, they're more than just a young, fun story for October. I think it could be a November, December story, the way they're playing. Sanchez, Tomlinson, Zach Wilson, and the boys. I got Zach Wilson going to Denver. He's my guy to watch. Sunday Spotlight, Peter! you're up. All right, I got a little, little something for Dan Campbell. Dan Campbell and the Detroit Lions coming off a bye, going to Jerry World. Everyone's talking about the Cowboys. I got a little poem I like to recite sometimes. Goes a little like this. Say your prayers, little one. And don't forget my son. To include everyone, I tuck you in, warm within. Keep you free from sin till the Sandman, he comes. You sleep with one eye open, gripping your pillow tight. Exit, light, enter, night. Take my hand, man. Because we're off to Never Neverland. That's it. Go get a win in Jerry World. That's my man. Yeah, yeah. Very moving. Very Shout moving. out to Lars. Yes. Never, never land. I love it. <laughs> For me, my spotlight is going to Jimmy Ward of the 49ers. They're taking on the Kansas City Chiefs this week. And Jimmy Ward went on and talked about some stuff that happened in the offseason. In February, he's on Instagram Live. He says he's looking forward to the matchup with Travis Kelsey. He says, somebody go tell him I'm looking forward to that matchup. Well, this week he talked about it. He said, after I said it, one of those moments where you'd be like, oh, I, I done did it now. I done did it now. How is this going to happen? He said, Travis Kelsey, they may be looking for blood in the water. They probably kept those receipts. He's either mm. going to sink or swim. So I want to see Jimmy Ward out there matched up with Travis Kelsey. He talked to trash in the offseason. Said he loves talking trash. Go out there, compete. Spotlight is now on you. Get it done. Win the football game. Lock up Travis Kelsey. I'll be watching. Mm. Oh, baby. Lock up Travis Kelsey. Talented team in the Bay Area. Uh, uh, Coach Campbell, what what was that poem? I I didn't quite know how to reference it. Uh, Second stanza. Something's wrong. Shut the light. Many thoughts tonight. 
and they aren't of Snow White. Dreams of war, dreams of liars, dreams of dragon's fire, and of things that will bite. We'll just keep on going. Taylor Swift Day, we got Metallica, and we're coming up Coach, I Very love Very anti-hero hey, Jimmy Ward, play with a Kill club, on his, play with a club on his hand this a club. week. A club! We're going to take a club to the Cowboys. We're going to kill them all! Yes. <laughs> oh. Seek and destroy, man! Yeah, exactly. Get your game day started Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern with NFL Game Day Morning. And the Jets block the punt! Touchdown! Don't look now, but the Jets and Giants are a combined 9-3 this season. We'll let you know which surprise New York team has more staying power. Hey, Michael, will the Cowboys bounce back this week with Dak Prescott returning? I am not putting it in the ether. That's that. Okay, I guess we'll have to wait till Sunday to find out. And it's been a rough start to the season for Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Kurt Warner will explain what's wrong and if it can be fixed. All that and much more Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern. Here we go. It's the last segment of the week. We do it. We call it Pickle Picks. We're all out here in New York City where it's a beautiful autumn day. We're going to make some selections. Let's bring out our guy, Joe Pickle. Hey, there he is. I like his name. Hello, New York. Give us games. We're going to pick games. Uh, I'll go first. Seahawks, Chargers, Geno Smith, and all those rookies. Kenneth Walker and Woolen, and of course, Kobe Bryant, the other one. They're going to win. Upset. I got the Seahawks beating the Chargers. Let's go. Um, Next. Okay. Tennessee Titans, Indianapolis Colts. You see it right there. Derrick Henry, over 100 yards in the last five out of six games versus the Colts. I'll be in Nashville. Titans all the way. Tighten up. Uh, it's my turn, Pickle. Thank you. Yes, look yes, what I got. I have the Commanders versus the Packers. If you look right over there, there's a Packers fan. Get that guy. What's up? Yeah. Yay! I love that guy. Great right that. Chances are really small. Chances of the Commanders winning. Actually, I think they're going to. I think the Ooh. Commanders are going to win this game. Upset. Taylor. He's picking the Commanders. I think the Commanders are going to win. Have you seen your team this year, sir? Wow. Cheese for the DC. We're going big game hunt. Take it down. Man. That guy's going to the smoke shop right here. Anyway, I think Commanders are going to win. The Jets are going mile high to face the Denver Broncos. Would it too legit to quit? That's right. I'm going to go. The New York Jets are going to go on the road and take uh, take on the Broncos, beat them. It's as rare as midnight rain, but it's as cold as Paris out here right now. That's my show, everybody. I did it. Yeah, great job, Jamie. Not explain what it was. Jamie Erdahl listed every track in the 20 songs that Taylor Swift released last night throughout the series of the show. Midnight. Midnight. Please rewatch the show and get out your little bingo list, Jamie. She knocked him off. Can you in. catch it though? Can you catch it though? Into the sun. Oh! Yeah. Pickle! <laughs> Let's see the arm. The Aaron Rodgers. Yeah! Oh, not bad. Oh, Jay, one handed! One hand. That was nice, nice, Jay. Hey, have a good week in Tennessee. See you later, everybody. Oh. We're out. We're going. Yeah. Bye-bye. Peace. We're out. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom, this is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom.
And here's your grand weather cast for the interior of the Toyota Grand Highlander. Refreshingly cool today in the driver's seat. We're looking at a low of 60 degrees, just the way always warm dad likes it. But in the passenger seat, Chloe's dialed in her preferred temperature, which will reach a high of 66. In the spacious second and third rows, it's springtime. A balmy 70 degrees, just the way grandma and grandpa like it. With three-zone automatic climate control, life's grander. In the first ever Grand Highlander. Toyota, let's go places. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Now playing only in theaters. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now.